Stock have too high a price? Buy a slice. Trade fractional shares of your favorite U.S. stocks and ETFs in any dollar amount you choose with zero commissions online. Get started at fidelity.com slash stocks by the slice. Fractional share quantities can be entered to three decimal places if the value of the order is at least one cent. Dollar-based trades can be entered to two decimal places. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from one cent to three cents per $1,000 of principal. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. At Audi, expectations matter. It's why what's standard on every Audi SUV are features that exceed yours. How we get there matters. The Audi family of SUVs. Progress you can feel. Hey folks, it's Lyle. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about a new thing I'm doing where you can help support my lizard endeavors by becoming a premium member of this podcast over at therapygecko.supercast.com. Premium members or Gek Legends as I call them, will be able to get every new and existing episode of Therapy Gecko completely ad-free. They'll also get a bonus podcast episode once a month, a bonus live show episode once a month from all of the live shows I've been doing around the world, a members-only live stream once a month. Plus, you'll also support my ability to continue, hopefully, doing this podcast for a long time, doing it around the world, and also supporting my ability to occasionally go eat a slice of of pizza. Go to therapygecko.supercast.com or find the link in the episode description to become a Gek legend today. All right, let's get into the episode. Well, hello. Hello. How are you, man? Oh my gosh. I am well, actually. I am surprised you called. I was listening. I heard you say, holy shit. And here I am. Well, yeah. So um, I got a message. So for some context... Uh, to those who are listening, um, I got a text on the Gek line um, from you saying, Hey, I'm the bounty hunter that ran over the rocks, almost crashing while listening to you. So context to that, there was this video that I kept getting tagged in on Instagram and TikTok <laughs> of a dude who like crashes his car running over a bunch of rocks. And, um, like, it's some, like, viral car crash video. And in the car, he's listening to this podcast. And um, I I don't know where people could go to watch this video or what they can Google. But anyway, I kept getting tagged in this video. And um, now I'm talking to you. Yeah. No, it's super dope. Uh, So I posted it on my Instagram because I run a a small channel of all the bounty hunts that I do, kind of like Patty Mayo, but real stuff. Uh, and uh, so I was uh, out hunting for a person, listening to your podcast. It was like, oh, probably one in the morning, pitch black, taking a canyon on the way home. And these rocks jumped out from nowhere. And ironically, the best timing was after I crashed over them, you said, and that's the best you can do. And that's how it ended. I was like, well, that's the best I can do right there. Now I got to say this in the video, and I don't I don't know where we'll put it. Maybe we'll link it in the episode description or something. But in this video, it kind of lo- you got a lot of negative comments on the video because yeah, I it, did. Yeah, I did. It kind of looks like you crashed the car on purpose. Well, hear me out. So here's what happened. Um, so I just spent the entire day maybe 18 hours searching for this guy 
And I did catch him. But uh, after that, it was really late coming back. And my defense is the camera, in my defense, sees better than my vision in light. Because it was dark and my headlights weren't that great. And we were coming around a curve. And then all of a sudden, there's the rock. But you're right. People commented on that video. And it was just nonstop negative, negative, negative. Now, really quick, I got to say this. Um, what's your name? My name's Jamie. Jamie, it sounds like you're driving right now. Ironically, I am. Are we about to see another video online of you talking to me while you crash your car? No, I was actually uh, on my way to work. I, I do another job at night as well. Uh, so I'm on my way to, to work right now. Um, okay, so what's this channel that you do? Because I didn't look through the whole channel. I just saw this one video. Yeah. So the channel, uh, you can find it on Instagram and all the other platforms. It's the same thing. It's uh, it's Bounty Vault. Like a vault of bounties, but it's a Bounty Vault. And what do you? what exactly does it mean to be a bounty hunter? Uh, so what I do is I am, hold on, I'm going to park real quick because I got like 15 minutes I can spend. That is a good idea. <laughs> so let's see, let me get parked real quick. You're going to get a DU, you're going to get a DUG driving under the GEC fluence. Yep. All right. So now I'm parked. We're safe now. Uh, so, uh, what a bounty hunter is, is, uh, it is the, it is the coined term for someone that is a bail enforcement agent. And so what my job is, is someone goes to jail, they can't afford the full, say your bail is $10,000 and you can't drop 10,000 or your family can't, you can go to a bail bondsman in most states and they will charge you 10% of that total bond. And the bondsman guarantees to the court under their bond that you will go to court. But if you fail to appear, then they send someone like me after you and I will return you to jail so you can go to court. And the, that way the bondsman doesn't have to pay that 10 grand. Uh, okay. What kinds of things are these people accused of doing? Oh, everything under the sun. Um, you have everything from your basic driving under the influence uh, from either marijuana or, uh, or alcohol all the way up to your really heinous crimes where you get your murder and um, child-related crimes. You know, some real, real piece of crap people all the way down to the your innocent, like, didn't know better and got caught up on a bad day. Now, tell me, when you encounter these people, when you finally find them... How do you get them mm -hmm. to come with you? Do you have like a little, like one of those James Bond net gun things? <laughs> uh, it depends. Um, some of these people I have a rapport with. I've arrested them five, six, seven times. Um, so I just knock on their door and they're like, I, I say hi. And they're like, hi. And I like, get in the car and I get in the car. Um, but some of these people, you know, we have to find them. Um, just recently I found a guy hiding inside a closet under a pile of clothes. And the way I found them was, of course, I was digging through the closet and I see an arm that wasn't buried very well. And so I told him to show me, show me his hands. He didn't want to, so he ended up getting tased. Uh, it took three of us to take him down, but it, uh, the taser ended up finishing the fight. 
Now, mm, would you say you have a rapport with these people? So you've those people who you've literally arrested five times, and when they see you, they're yep. like, "Yep." Do they not? Yep. How, how do I mean? After five, here's the thing, though. Okay, after five <laughs> times, is it like they've been sentenced and released five different times over the course of however many years? No, um, this is so. Let's say uh, let's the simplest one, a DUI. You go to jail and you get bailed out on DUI. You just never went to court to go deal with your charge. So then I go pick you back up, and then your family bails you out again on the same exact charge, and you're just waiting to go to court. And then you miss again, and then I show up, and then you miss again, and then I show up, and it's just a rinse, lather, repeat type of situation for some of these people. They don't know Why how do to you stay th- out, but they don't want to deal with it. Why do you think they don't just like show up for the, what? I mean, if if they know that they're going to get caught, why do why do you think they keep missing the court date? Um, I don't know. I think it's you know the whole play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Some of these people just they don't go. I I don't understand it. There's some people that their court they literally have court the next day after we bail them out, and I'm showing up in two days after bailing them out because they chose not to go to court the next day. And they could have now, avoided the whole situation. Wh- how long have you been doing this for? I've been doing it five years. And what were you doing before? Uh, before that, I was a school security guard as well as a uh, U.S. Navy reservist. Ah, okay. Which of these things has been the most difficult? Um, <laughs> schools. Um, out of all of it, dealing with the adolescent children that uh, hormones are pulsing through and the uh them not wanting to listen Mm. why what made you want to go into this line of work where you have to like uh you know uh uh handle people who are fucking off um well i would be lying if i didn't say again i seek adrenaline um it is definitely an adrenaline rush to to go after people um my big thing when I when I was looking at it, ironically, I was watching like Patty Mayo and I was like, I can do that. And then I Googled him and then I realized he wasn't real. And so I went and figured out how to do it in my own state because each state has their own licensing requirements and my state has some pretty strict ones. So I got licensed and uh, luckily I have a lot of contacts in town and I just started doing it. Would you ever want to do something else? Would you ever get tired of this? Um. I don't know. That's a good question. I'm trying to decide if if this is what I want to stick with for the next 20 years because I'm 30 now and I'd like to retire retire when I'm 50. And that all comes down to how much income I can put away in a retirement account. And I don't know Mm. if I can sustain that. How much can you make uh, finding people under clothes and closets? Oh, man. It depends. Um on a good year you can make a hundred grand on an average year you can make 50 60 grand a year where are you operating out of i operate out of washington state oh cool man now uh have you ever gotten into trouble have you ever been to jail or anything like that nope i am a goody two-shoe i don't like breaking rules um and uh, i don't think i'd survive in jail now because i put people there uh, would it be odd? Would you like run into a guy who you put in jail and he would just fuck you up? Oh, absolutely. If I didn't have, 
I know, I know jujitsu. I know how to handle myself. But if he's got a little posse and he can outnumber me, he's got me. Mm. Um, you know, I talked to a bounty hunter before. I met one in in one of my uh, interview sessions that I do out in in the real world, and uh, he yeah. was actually a born again Christian who uh, had had mm-hmm. previously led like I guess a life of crime, and is now yeah, um, is now. Uh, putting other people in jail. He said it was complicated. He and he told me something. He said it was complicated because he felt bad for some of the people he was putting away because he used to do some of that shit. Yeah, that's true. I I know what video not what video you're talking. I saw it on uh, I watched the, uh, one of the highlights on YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, what I can tell you, you can absolutely have a felony. You can you can be a previous criminal as long as you can put that life behind you and as as long as depending on how heinous your crimes were you can um you can still become a bail bondsman or a bail enforcement agent you just have to make sure you can maintain your gun rights because if you have your gun rights taken away you can't be a bondsman at all um at least not in washington do you have a family i do uh what what kind of family oh it is a very complicated situation um, so <clears throat> I am a single dad to two children that are not my blood children, um, but I didn't adopt them either. Um, their, their mom is not a hundred percent the best. And that's the most I'll say on stream in case she ever hears this. Um, but, uh, re- reality is, is, uh, her kids now live with me. Mom's in the picture when it looks good for her. Um, so I take care of two kids, and then I have uh, six cats and three dogs. You take care of six kids? No, six cats. Two kids. Oh, six cats. Six cats. Two cats and six kids. That's still, that's a lot of things that need you. Oh, yeah. It's true. My life is nonstop chaos, and I don't know when I sleep. Sometimes I sleep, sometimes I don't. Does that suck? Are you happy with that? I'm happy with my children. Um, that they've brought a lot of joy to me that I didn't know was available um, until I entered that world. Um, everything I do, every little bit of money I make, goes towards their success. Uh, my life priorities have changed to better their lives. How old um, are they? I have a 15 and a half year old and a nine year old. 15 and a half, and you're 30. Yep. Interesting. And they and they are your I'm sorry. Can you re-explain that situation that you were explaining? Sure. So, I uh, I'm into older girls. Um and so I, their mom is like 36, 37. Um and I'm I'm into their mom and when we broke up, unfortunately, I learned a lot about her that wasn't beneficial for the kids there was some hoarding situations and not safe living environments um and so we we drifted apart and as a result her kids uh stayed with me because i'm the one that has the clean house the the bedrooms available for them i have a safe living space whoa and like so legally are they are they are they legally your children now Legally, no. So I still have to have mom's consent to do a lot of things. 
Um, we're working towards uh, we're working towards getting a split custody, um, and that where we're, where mom's gonna at least assign me like fifty percent guardianship. We don't know. I don't know how that all works yet, but we're mom's open to it, and uh, and that, and so we still communicate. We do a lot better as friends than we did as a couple. So they primarily stay with you. Whoa, I mean, that's a lot, so, like, damn, so, they were with their mom, and then how long you been with your, how long have you uh, been in, in that woman's life for? I have been in their life for nine years. Whoa. Alright, so nine years ago, and that, and one of the kids is nine. Yes. Alright, so you've been there their whole life. So, you're like a stepdad, but... You're not married to the wife. Yep. It's a very weird situation, unfortunately. And uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of trauma to the kids of why the the family kind of dynamic is the way it is. Um, there was a middle child that was murdered by the second baby daddy. Uh, whoa. And that's what used yeah, there used to be three kids and Mom was always into the bad boys, and uh, unfortunately, while she was at work, the dad of the uh, of my youngest right now, his dad ended up murdering the middle child. Holy shit! How old was he? He uh, so he was in uh, the womb still, and uh, so he he doesn't know he knows nothing of this drama. Um, but the youngest child, she was, I want to say she was just barely three when she, when she passed. Hmm. Man, so, so, all right, so, uh, yeah, because I was going to wonder, I was kind of wondering, what's up with these kids' dads? All right, so there were three yep. kids, and then one of them was killed by the second baby daddy. Uh, and then the oldest kid, the 15-year-old, where's his dad? Mm-hmm. Uh, her dad uh, hung himself off a bridge uh, two years ago, Jeez, and man. is no longer is no longer in the situation. That's why I va- when that happened, I vowed to the kids that I wasn't going to be the male figure that left them for the third time. Jeez, man! So you really? I mean, so these kids were just in in just. Uh, uh, totally fucked situations and you decided to step in and uh and and yeah be be their father figure yep i i wanted to step in and i mean it, it started out with like i was just totally into their mom like i mean you know midget mom good bod i was totally into it and then all this started happening and the oldest told me she was like don't ever leave me because i have nothing else and so I, I made a vow that I was never going to leave her. And, uh, and the youngest, he knows nothing but me. Um, and so I don't want to put him through unnecessary trauma. How old was, was, the, was the, the daughter when, uh, when she said that to you? Uh, she was 13. Wow, so just, uh, just a few years ago. Um, man. Hmm. And how is, how is everything going? Like, how often do they get to see their mom versus seeing you? Like, what's, what's the custody kind of look like? 
Um, right now, they see their mom. So mom can come see them whenever she wants, and I'll take them to her as well. Um, mom is actually going to see is taking the oldest on a road trip this weekend. Um, the oldest is going to be in one of her weddings, so she's the oldest is reconnecting with her with her uh, biological father's uh, side family, and she got asked to be the bride's uh, one of the bridesmaids for a wedding uh, in the family. So she's going to be taking a road trip to go up there with mom. Um, so I would say mom. Comes Wait, the bi- I thought I thought the, I thought the biological dad hung himself. He did, but on that on on biological dad's family side. The oldest is reconnecting with his side of the family, so oh, the, okay. her, her aunts, uncles on his side, and so she's mm. learning all these connections and wanting to explore that side of her life that she never got to. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility. It comes with being a new parent, being there day and night, and building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Hey, folks! This episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Was, um... Were you ever married to to this woman? It was going to be. Um, and then uh, we started taking a massive decline. I proposed her and everything. And I'm kind of glad we didn't go through with it because we learned very quickly after the proposal and things started getting really real that we did not do well together in that capacity. Mm. And uh, what what made you realize that? Oh goodness. <clears throat> when when I realized that the hoarding was getting out of control um and there was to, there was to the point where you know glass was being broken on the ground and she wouldn't pick it up and I'd have to pick it up but it just like she'd just leave food all over the ground and it would get moldy and she just wouldn't pick up after herself. And ultimately it piled up in her house and it piled up, piled up, piled up to the point where like the kids didn't, couldn't walk around barefoot in their own home. And it really frustrated me because we hadn't moved in fully yet. We were kind of going back and forth whose home we were going to stay in. Was it going to be mine? Was it going to be hers? Because we both equally owned the house. Uh, And so we, 
we were trying to figure that out and it just the more her the more her home started getting worse and worse and I tried to help everywhere I could there was no changing it if if that makes sense like her mind was set on this is how it is ultimately she she still needs help tr addressing the trauma that she's gone through um she signed off she went to counseling when everything went down with her with her middle kid but she went she did it just long enough to where they said yep you passed and then she left wow um how often do you see her i see her i mean shoot we text all the time but i i see the mom um eh, two three times a week okay and mainly uh to to discuss matters with the kids yeah uh, whatever is going on with them. School's getting ready to start. So we actually got together and I bought all the, all the stationary supplies. And then she went and bought all of their, uh, all the new school clothes and shoes and stuff like that. So Jeez. she helps, she helps financially. She's involved, but not. Wild, man. So I got a question. So, I mean, if, if she gets a new man, in her life do you, <laughs> is she gonna is she gonna want to like be like all right let me get my kids let me get my man let's ride off into the sunset or is she gonna be cool with you still like i guess being well, let's these talk kids about that father uh, oh is that is that kind of an the, issue it's already a thing and ironically so she's fine with me being in the kids life she has told me multiple times that she's glad that the kids have me um but but the, she is with the new dude, and she's pregnant with this dad, with this guy. So this is baby daddy number three, or four, sorry. There's four baby daddies total. This is number four. And she's pregnant with this kid, with this guy. And I've arrested this dude. <laughs> no way. Yeah, no way. No, it's absolutely true. I have arrested this guy, and he wants nothing to do with me, but... Here's the here's the the catch. He also doesn't hold on. Want this that child. is su that is a fucking like move. That's a movie <laughs> plot. Your ex girlfriend well, like starts dating a guy that you, as a bounty hunter, have arrested. That's fucking <laughs> yes. nuts. What yeah, did he? I, I want to let you finish the story. But what what did you what did what did you arrest him for? I arrested him on uh, three counts of DUI. Jesus. Wait, weed DUI or alcohol DUI? Both. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So so she's pregnant again with this mm -hmm. dude who doesn't like you because you fucking smacked him in the head with a baton or something. <laughs> he went really and peacefully. Now what happened? Now what's, what's What's the what's the story there? What's what's the drama? What's going on? So so the mom makes really good money. So he is using her as a sugar mama right now. It's very it's very apparent because he is controlling her money. And he's currently on house arrest. He's been sentenced, so he's on house arrest right now, but is demanding that she pays for things, is demanding bringing him food, and he's this dude still lives under his mom's roof on the couch. Uh, and all these things he has, he has kids with three other women and has told the kids, my kid's mom that he doesn't want the kid and just to give it to me. 
And I and I I literally put my foot down. Thinking, one, I'm not taking care of another child. I'm not the one that got you pregnant. And well, wait, so, oh, so the mom, so the mom wants you to just start taking care of the new kid that she's having with this guy. No, the boyfriend does. The boyfriend what? told mom. The boyfriend told mom, just give just give Jamie the kid. He'll take care of it. Dude, uh, some people should not have fucking kids. There, there should be a license. They really should. Oh, man. So, uh, so yeah. So, I am in a the biggest clusterfuck of a relationship that I I put myself in. So, it's it's equally my fault. And then I made a vow to kid, the, the kids that I won't leave. And so, I'm not going to ever leave them. And my goal is to make sure that they are as successful as they possibly can be, given the way they grew up. Hmm. So, okay, so this is the uh, this is the opposite of the kind of scenario that I was painting because I imagined a scenario where she would get with a new guy and then they would be like, "All right, let me get my kids back." But it's the opposite. She's in a scenario mm-hmm. with a new guy making a new kid and being like, "Hey, can you take this new kid?" Yep. Miles. Uh, luck- luckily, uh, I put my foot down real quick on that because she told me that the boyfriend said that, and I looked her square in the face. I said, "That's not happening." I go, it's already happened, and I'm happy with where I'm at, but I didn't ask for a third one. What was the, what was the uh, what are, I, I'm losing track of of the relationships between all these people, but um, the the mother of the children ta- was talking to you, and she pitched the mm-hmm. idea to you. What was her what was her pitch of the idea? Uh, her pitch of the idea was she was sitting in the car with me, and. He and her boyfriend literally texted it to her while we were sitting next to each other. And she goes, well, here's what he wants to do. After I, I found out she was pregnant and all of a sudden she shows me her phone and her phone says, just give Jamie the kid. And I looked at her and I said, no. Dude, what a nightmare. Um, Jesus. Right. So I'm, I'm living the craziest lifestyle as a bounty hunter with crazy living situation but i own my home and i'm happy and the mom's involved as best as she can so i guess there's that are you what about you are you gonna date anyone are you on the apps are you on bountyhunterlove.com what's (laughs) what's up with you i i wish that there was someone for me and i know everyone's gonna say there's some there is someone but i haven't found the time <laughs> you you're you're uh, um optimistic about other people's optimism i don't think that's what people would say <laughs> i i would like to say that i can find someone but i have tried and i have looked and it is what it is and if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't i'll be happy with where i'm at yeah, you seem like a pretty happy guy. You seem like you're not spiraling into fits of uh, uh, depression and despair on a constant basis, are you? <laughs> uh, no, but I talked to a therapist. It's because of your stream that I'm on better. So, uh, okay, how's that going for I, you? Uh, you know, it is probably one of the best things I've ever chosen to do. Really? Um, yeah, to be completely honest, I like my therapist. I never thought therapy would be for me. Um, I thought that I just had to, had to kind of suffer by myself and, uh, and that, and it was nice to be able to talk to someone and be able to lay everything on the table and be told that I'm not doing a terrible job. 
that I'm okay, actually just, doing okay. I am very happy to hear that. I just need to say this. I just because I know people are going to accuse me of this. I swear on my mother's life, I did not pay this man to say this. No, I would not at never, all. I would never do that. <laughs> I just know somebody, no, somebody's going to be like, I'll pay this guy to talk about it. No, this is not. <laughs> this is an organic no, I, thing that just came up. Yeah, no, I. It was. it's the best choice I ever made. It's. There were so many ad, Ironically, there were so many ads in all of your Spotify podcasts that I just decided to Google it and look into it. And I was did like, you, I'll give it a try. Did you, did you use the code Gecko? Of course I used the code Gecko. Okay, and, I'll, and it's working for you. Okay, I'm glad it's working for you. I'm glad it's working. I'm glad it's working. That makes me very happy. Um, yeah. Anyway, 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 anyway. Um, you seem, you see, I mean, God, this whole thing is, is such a crazy scenario. Are, and so your oldest is in high school right now? Yep, she starts tenth grade. Uh, is she doing okay? Is she doing okay in in school and shit? She, you know, she is so freaking smart, um, like wickedly smart. She's an all honor student. Um, she gets A's and B's like nothing. She's also in the junior uh, the JROTC program, so the junior military program. Um, and she she is just wickedly smart and it pisses me off because there'll be times like I'm trying to do something and I never thought I'd have to go to her and ask her, how do I do this on my iPhone? Or what's the answer to this question? And she just knows it off the top of her head and makes me feel really old and dumb sometimes, even though I'm not old and I know I'm not dumb, but it's crazy just how smart she is. I can ask her anything and she just knows the answer. Well, it's funny because I mean, 30 is so young and, and like, you know, you guys are really not like I don't know. You're very you're very young for a father figure, right? Well, and especially for her, I get confused uh, to be to being her brother a lot more than I do being stepdad, and I understand the confusion, and it's something that her and I have had to work through. I don't get that with her brother because obviously he's a lot younger, um, but. A lot of people don't understand that I was much my my interest was very much so into the older woman, and uh, resulted in her having a family that I became a part of. How did uh, how does she feel about the the convoluted nature of of her situation? Oh, the, uh, my oldest. Yeah. She, um, some days she she just explains it like. Uh, that I'm just stepdad and that's what it is and people just don't bother her with it. Other times she uh, she uses me as a bragging right because I'm a bounty hunter um, and it scares the boys away. Um, the ones that she doesn't want, doesn't want around at least. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then other times she gets frustrated because we I get confused to being her brother instead of the parent figure. Do you think is she gonna? Does she want to go to college? I mean, I, I guess it's kind of early for that discussion, but well, she uh, she does. She wants to grow up to be a therapist, uh, psychological therapist for uh, military veterans suffering through PTSD. That is a wildly, impressively specific life goal for a sixteen-year-old. Yep, that's what she wants to do, and I want to make sure it happens for her. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. And the nine-year-old 
probably likes playing Xbox. Yep, nonstop Xbox. I have to keep it on a timer. What's he on? What's what's the game is he on? Uh, what one isn't he on? Um, he is on every game. He plays a lot of Roblox and a lot of Fortnite. And then uh, I have Grand I have Grand Theft Auto blocked because he doesn't need that. Um, I'm trying to think. How yeah. what grade? What grade? What grade is nine years old? Uh, he is starting fourth grade. Okay, yeah, because I start I want to say I first played Grand Theft Auto Four in the sixth grade, which is probably still not an amazing time to play Grand Theft Auto, but <laughs> yeah, that's about when I started playing it. Um, which would be like sixth grade's like what, f- tw- eleven, twelve. Um, anyway. All right. Well, before we well, go, what's your do? What's your name again? One more time, Jamie. 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 What's what's your before we go? What's the next for you, man? What's what do you? What's your what's your what's your dream? What are your hopes? You know what? Um, do you do you are you gonna have anything to? You have so much to nav. I'm I'm throwing a bunch at you, but you have so much to navigate, and yet you seem happy. You don't seem as stressed as as i think i would be if i were dealing with everything you're dealing with absolutely you know my uh my big goal in life right now is just to make sure they're successful um and that said i am looking i'm looking for what my retirement plan is going to be um i want to make sure that at 50 55 i am i am done and if that means i need to find a more stable career that can be sustaining for the kids and myself and keep my home over my head. That's what I'm going to do is whatever, whatever benefits the greater good for the kids. What are you going to do with your retire? What, like if you are fully retired, what are you going to do with your time? I'm going to sleep. Um, uh, I'm going to sleep and I, I honestly, I want to travel. I've, I've been around the world and I want to go back to Korea. I want to go back to Japan and visit some of the places I haven't gotten to see. What's the what's what what is your net worth have to be before you retire? Oh goodness! Well, a million dollars isn't what it's going to be worth in twenty years. Um, But I mean, they say you got to take your annual income times how many years, um, and that. So I don't know, a million at least. See, I'm thinking about retirement too, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking differently. I'm thinking like. How can I train my body to not need food and shelter so that way I can just retire on the streets, you know? Right. No, you still need food. Um, you can live on the streets, but you still need food. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm going to do this real quick. Does anyone in the chat have any questions for Jamie? Sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll ask the chat for questions. Or the kids in therapy. Yes. Both of them are, they are both actively in professional help. Someone asked, when the kids are grown, are you going to leave the situation? It doesn't sound like you are. Oh, I don't know. That's a, that's a question for the future um, and how I feel. Mm. Uh, all right. Somebody asked, what is your favorite food? That would have to be uh, really spicy sushi. Really spicy sushi. Well, uh, I hope that you do eventually get to retire and go to Japan and have all the spicy sushi that you want. And if you don't, they have some 
at the grocery store. Uh, Jamie, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Um, well, the only thing I would want to say for that is, you know, look forward to all your goals, achieve what you can, and leave a better legacy behind than what you currently have. Thanks, man. Hey, you know what, Jamie? I might just go steal a candy bar from a liquor store just so I can see you again one more time. Sounds good, Lyle. Have a good one. You too. Goodbye. Solid conversation with Jamie, making me think about uh, what my retirement plan is. My retirement plan is... um. I'm going to see if anyone listening to this podcast wants to pay me a million dollars for uh, a used gecko glove. Any takers? Starting? All right. 500,000. No? 400? No? All right. Maybe I'll just get a job at the DMV or something. Hello? What's up, dog how you doing how's life oh dude oh man life is better now that i'm talking to you holy buckets oh i'm well. starstruck right what's now. your name what's your name oh oh my name is connor connor is connor and before we but i must say we've met once before when did we you meet? were at bonnaroo you were at Bonnaroo, and then after your set there, you went behind, and someone was like, can I play you a song, and you were dancing. And I walked oh. up to you, and I said, can I get a picture? And you were like, yes, and we hugged, and you were like, what's your name, man? And I was like, I'm Connor. And that, what, was, that was the first time we met. What did, I say, what did I say after that? You were just like, nice to meet you, man, and I was smiling so big. In the That's photo, cool. that someone was like, "It's Christmas for him," That's and sweet. I was like, "God, oh, man!" Normally, yeah, if right? I'm normally if I'm walking around at a festival and I'm in my gecko costume, and somebody asks me for a photo, I'll look at them and I'll go like, "Does it? Do, don't you see that I'm fucking busy?" And I'll shove them into the, to the ground. So I'm glad you're not one of the people that I did that to. Oh, me too. Me too. Um, oh. Connor, Connor, you texted me. You said, yeah. um. You said the biggest choice of my life is in the next two weeks. What's up with that? So, so yes, yes. Okay, so let me precursor this. So I'm in law school, right? And I'm in my third year of law school. It's coming to an end. My last year of college, then getting thrown to the wolves into the real life, right? And so last summer I interned, and I'm going to law school in North Dakota, and last summer, I interned at a place in South Dakota. And the place in South Dakota liked me so much that they offered me a job. But I go to school in North Dakota. All my friends are in North Dakota. And when it comes to, like, law and stuff, wherever you decide to work, like, that's where you're at. Because you got to take a, a, an exam called the bar exam, and it's state-specific. So if I were to choose South Dakota... I'd be like, oh, peace out, all my friends who I've made over the last three years and all my connections kick rocks. But if I choose North Dakota, I'm like, oh, peace out, this nice job offer that I was offered, kick rocks, I don't want it. And then I'd have to like do the whole application and interview process and all that stuff in North Dakota when it's kind of nice, just, you know, the, the offer's already out there, you know what well, I'm saying? Take com- First of all, I need you to take comfort in the fact that you're fucked either way. Because no matter what, you have to live in either North or South Dakota. 
And that should be comforting <laughs> for you. That should make the decision less difficult. Yes, yes. Um, okay. What, how old are you? I am 24, but in a week and a half, I'll be 25. Okay, cool, man. Uh, and where do you live? Where are you calling me from? North Dakota? Grand Forks, North Dakota. Shout out UND, baby. Woo! All right, and you're in um, school right now. Where, 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 where? What are you doing right now? School. So I'm in my last year of law school. So I already have an undergraduate degree, which is four years of college, and now I'm on my third last year. It'll be my seventh year of school of higher education, and then I'm done. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So I kind of need to figure it out. And the reason I only have two weeks is because the job offer in South Dakota gave a deadline of August 31st to accept it. Do you have jobs? So do, you have, do you have a job offer in North Dakota? I do not. Okay. How, um, our jo- I, don't know, I don't know this universe. How, how rare are job offers? You know, I don't know. I don't know because I've just been in college my whole life. I I really don't know how rare job offers are. I I mean, it's my first and only one, I guess. All right. How much can I ask you how much money the the South Dakota job offers for? Oh, you can. You can. So it's in South Dakota where the cost of living is pretty low, but it's 70 G's. 70 G's can get you can get you you can get you a hell of a 7-Eleven run in South Dakota. Oh, oh yes, it could get me to a, a live gecko show. Mm. Mm. Well, it won't because I'm never stepping foot in South Dakota. But <laughs> I bet why can't you? So all right, so wait a minute. So have you been on Indeed or LinkedIn or or any of those other? Have you have you researched? Because it sounds like you want to live in North Dakota because you have friends and connect. You have a your life is in North Dakota and you do you like your life? Yeah, I like my life. It's a pretty okay. good life. All right, so is this so is this decision to take a job in South Dakota is it out of a mind is it out of a scarcity mindset that you will not be able to find the job in in North Dakota that's that's in the field of law? Almost scarcity and also like like uh, I almost like my confidence in myself to get more job offers yeah. is not very good. Like interviews and stuff. I'm not really an interview guy. I feel like I'm more of a get to know me type guy, you know, rather than like a 30 minute hour meeting. Oh, that was, you know, so it's really the fear of going through the whole process again. Mm. Let's step back, Connor. What, what makes you happy? What's making you happy in life right now? Ooh, what makes me happy? What makes me happy? That is a great question. You know, I, I do enjoy time with my friends. I, I play video games. I, I, I like concerts. But on a day-to-day thing, I I really don't know what makes me happy. Okay. Because there's... there's um, I'm thinking about this in several ways. There's this whole idea of uh, leaving your comfort zone and going to a new place evolves you as a human being which is something i i believe in a lot but you're also going from north dakota to south dakota so that's not the most you i don't know if you're gonna have an eat pray love experience down in south dakota 
that will evolve you as yeah, a human and that's being. Fair. But it could but it could evolve you as a human being in other ways because you're now challenged to make new friends. You're challenged to put yourself out there. Right? Yeah, um, and the dude and like South Dakota, like I like the dude from the Reverend, that movie Leonardo DiCaprio acted in. Like he's from South Dakota. That happened in so like it, it's got cool things like that. And uh, the Corn Palace, I think, is down there. Moving to South Dakota because it's where the Revenant <laughs> takes place, and that's where the Corn Palace is. That's an that's a terrible pl- reason to move there. That's also fair. I almost I honestly I think like a job right. is a terrible reason to move to South Dakota. Sorry for the. There's somebody in South Dakota who's listening to this that I'm upsetting. But... <laughs> No, but no, one of one of the okay. twenty of them. Um, and also, okay, you mentioned so too that you mentioned you mentioned too that if you if you move down there, that um, you you if you take the bar, that's like where you're settled at, right? Because you can't you have to forever, well, forever, for, yeah, for like a half decade, yeah. Okay, all right, and you don't want to move there. You know, I'm fine with moving there. I'm fine that like like moving's not the issue. You know what I mean? It's just like the people, you know, I, I, I'm fine with moving there, but I'm not fine with leaving my friends, too, you know? Yeah, sure, man. Well, what's a, what, well, what, what the, have you, have you even, let me ask you, have you even, let's say, let's say you had two job offers for the same amount of money, and one was in North Dakota, one was in South Dakota, you'd take the North Dakota one, right? Oh, I think I, I think I would, actually. You think you would? What do you want? What do you want out of life, Connor? Are you trying to expand your social circle and life experience outside of the 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 Dakotas, or are you really happy diving d- deeply into the existing social circle and existing experiences that you have? It's an important question. You know, I know, I know. It sounds kind of vanilla, but almost the latter. Because when I was younger, young, I'm I'm twenty five. But I used to like want to venture and like be like a private practice attorney and get a boat or something. But now I just kind of want to be like a, a humble like law professor who like goes hiking in the summers. Okay. <laughs> Go on and de- I don't I I this is a tough question. Go on Indeed. Go on okay. fucking LinkedIn. Go see what's go see if you can get a job in North Dakota. Okay. Okay, so maybe, so maybe, just you know, let that thirty-first deadline slide a little bit. Maybe I would say, look, I'm not, I can't tell you what to do because I'm <laughs> yes, not you. no, of course, of course, you're I just can't a tell man you what, I can't tell you what to, I can't tell you what to do, but I can tell you have some have some confidence in yourself that you're good enough at what you do that you can you can you'll be okay. 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 You know that you know my mom tells me that same thing all the time, but for some reason coming from therapy gecko it just sounds it, it hits way more home. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. All right, confidence in myself. I don't just settle on the first job offer that was floated at me. Okay. All right. That's what I'm taking from this conversation. That's okay. And and I just want you to know if you fuck up your life because if anything I told you, remember that your mom said. Remember, remember, remember that your mom 
said it to you first, so blame her, not me. Um, okay, definitely. Connor, is there anything else? If I'm else homeless that... in a box, I won't come for a vendetta against you, Lyle. Is there anything you want to say to the people of the computer before we go? Oh, man, people of the computer, just keep keep uh, keep being you. And you, if you're part of the Therapy Gecko family, you're probably a pretty chill person. And thank you guys for listening to me. And thank you, Lyle, for taking my call. It's, it's, it's been an honor. It's been, you know what? Fuck it, man. It's been an honor talking to you, too. Um, good. Have fun in the Dakotas, man. Go, uh, go for a walk. Hell yeah, I will. And you, I know you probably have a PR team or something, but I'm going to send you that picture of me and you at Bonnaroo. And whether or not you actually <laughs> see it or not. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? You, what do you mean? I have a PR? Like, send it to my Instagram? Yes, I'm gonna send it to your Instagram. I do not have. I do, I think people think I have like a, a a guy or something. It's me. I'm I'm looking at all that shit. <laughs> well, hopefully you see the picture, and I and I will, and I'll enjoy the rest of your stream tonight. All right, thank you, Connor. You have a good night. Thank you. You as well. Hey guys, it's Lyle here. I'm about to do some ad reads, but if you're a premium member of the podcast, you will not hear them. Premium members, or Gek Legends, as I like to call them, get access to every episode of this podcast ad-free. They also get bonus episodes, recordings for my live shows, members-only streams, and they support my ability to keep doing this show for a long time, do it in cooler, more interesting places, and also eat food, which is important. If any of that sounds cool to you, you can go to therapygecko.supercast.com to become a Gek legend or find the link in the episode description. All right, let's do some ads. For those who embrace the impossible, the Defender 110 is up for the adventure. This iconic vehicle has been redefined with a modern design that lets you go further and do more. The exterior is reimagined with compelling proportions and precise detailing, complemented by an interior built with integrity. The Defender capability is legendary. Whether you're facing off-road challenges or harsh weather conditions, its durability has been tested to the extreme. Powerful innovations like the intuitive driver display and award-winning infotainment system keep you connected. Innovative camera technologies deliver unobstructed views and effortless maneuvering. And robust cargo capacity means more room for your gear. Ready for a wide range of adventures, the Defender family features the two-door Defender 90, the Defender 110, and the Defender 130, which seats up to eight. To drive the Defender is to explore with greater confidence. Push what's possible with a vehicle made to go further. The Defender 110. Learn more at LandRoverUSA.com forward slash Defender. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today call from jules hello hello hi jules how are you uh, hi good how are you not much what's going on how can i get you today oh um i mean what is your preferred method of gecking uh well i'll rephrase the question is there anything in particular that you wanted to talk about today 
It's okay if not. Yeah. No, you know, the one thing that is super on my mind is life after college and how much of a mess it could be. Are you in life after college? I am. Graduated uh, in 22. Graduated in 22? Mm-hmm. Okay, and what what are your observations thus far? Well, um, it's a time. Um, I went to school for theater, so it's not something where it's like, yes, I know I'm going to have something like right out the door. You know what I mean? Um, okay, so you graduated in 22, and what have you been doing since then? Well, I moved to a new city literally like a year ago around this time. Um, I've been, I moved here because I was, tr- you know, trying to make it as an actor. Um, but when I first moved here, I started as an English tutor for elementary kids. Um, didn't like the nine to five aspects of it. Um, it didn't really give me time to really do theater as much as I thought it would. And then I got a job as a ba- at a bakery, not baking, just selling the stuff. And I actually put in my two weeks for that the other day. And today I had my first training for a waitress job. So I've done a few shows in between that. But other than that, I'm just trying to make money, but I'm not doing good at saving it. <laughs> and you live in you live in New York? Um, I actually live in Philadelphia. I'm from new jersey like close to new york but i live in philly now did you go to school in philly no i went to school in south jersey oh okay philly philly's a great city man are you so are you are you still pursuing acting i am yeah okay what how are you making stuff on the internet no that's not my forte okay what's your forte Really just live theater. Um, I'm trying to get involved in like student films and do some like volunteer non-paid stuff just to like get in front of a camera or get on a stage and make connections and whatnot. And what I what is um like in that I don't I'm, I don't know much about the the live theater universe mm-hmm. is the goal to like get a get in some kind of like touring show or, or something like that like what's the what are the jobs in that well you know there's a lot of ways that you people can make it happen um i recently got i had a conversation with someone who works for like the national theater children uh theater for children and they do tours in like the greater philadelphia area um but it's not it's he was the guy that I talked to was like, you should submit another time. Cause it seems to have a lot going on. Um, I actually like don't have a specific like goal. I just want to <laughs> do it. Cool. Well, that's all. That's, uh, that's fun. That's good. Yeah. That's better than having a specific goal. I think just wanting to yeah. do it. It's better yeah, than having a specific so. goal. Right. Because you can have a spe- – because uh, you'll be happier just wanting to do it than being like, if yeah. I don't do this, then I'll – I'm going to have to die. Right. <laughs> um, okay. Are you like what, – what else are you – are you – any any other specific stuff about 
post grad life that you wanted to you wanted to touch on yeah. from your experience? You know what? I'm struggling a lot with like since moving to Philly. My biggest issue has been like meeting people and making friends and keeping my those relationships that I made in college that I assumed would continue after college. You know what I mean? Um, and they're just not. <laughs> do those people? Where do those people live? Do they live outside of Philadelphia? Yeah, outside, but like my where I went to school is literally like 20, 25 minutes away. Um, so it's like not that far. <laughs> and I've tried to reach out, tried to, you know, keep up with it, but it's just not being reciprocated. And then I'm sitting here like, what did I do to not have this friendship keep going? Do you have friends in Philadelphia? No, I've had like a hard, I don't know. I've had a hard time. I guess, like, branching out and meeting people. Like, I, I live with um, two roommates. One of them I went to school with, and, like, I'm pretty good friends with my roommates, so, like, that's a plus. But we all have different lifestyles, and, you know, like, it, our, our, our paths don't always intertwine. Hmm. I'm thinking about this. I'm having a hard time making friends, too. I'm thinking about... It's, it's that's, like, you know, I, you know, I joined bumble bff um and i put in my bio my sister suggested i do that and i put in my bio like i have a really hard time connecting with people over the phone or like through a screen so it'd be great to like grab drinks or like get coffee or something and nobody seems like interested in doing that it's always, like i got a few messages that are like i know it's hard but like we can make it work so like i'm trying to take the steps to meet people um and i well you're in well you're in acting and i feel as though uh there's a lot of different clubs and uh i mean why don't you join a fucking sketch comedy group or something like that true in that in that whole vein yeah i'm gonna you know i'm gonna give you a specific suggestion i don't usually do that i usually meander uh, go join, go do fucking, Im- go get involved in improv and sketch in Philadelphia. Go to Fit. You know what Fit is? I don't know if it's still around. No, what's it called? Fit. P-H-I-T. I do not know if it's still around. They might have closed with the pandemic. But if it is, go check it out. The Philadelphia Improv Theater. Um, yeah. Phil- Philadelphia has all this great sketch and, and improv going on. And it's really just people who go and fuck around on a stage for five minutes and then... Uh, get drunk afterwards so it's a good place uh, to make friends yes yeah go look into absolutely. that go look into that no, for that's sure. what i that's how i made friends when i was in philadelphia it was was through stand-up and it was cool because oh, you could yep because you could go there and there would be a, it felt like cheers man you go to an open mic and even though you suck and stuff like uh you know you know everybody it's fun it's a good yeah. it's a good time yeah there's all these scenes in philadelphia and if, if whoever's listening to this in in cities around the world so go find a scene because uh, you know this whole thing of of trying to keep up all these individual friendships that are all over the place it's fucking hard so uh you know try to get involved in a scene of some kind and you're in the absolute most perfect place and then a perfect city to, to go do that so um you know go on facebook and search fucking improv group uh or just or sit at home alone and never talk to anybody again that's yeah you know like, that's the that. easy route right and that's like what i do now but 
<laughs> the most like what I've what I've been telling myself constantly is like, you know, you've got to just do it. And like, I don't know, I was talking with my friends and he said, like, if you just show up, just show your face, see what happens. You don't have to say anything. You just have to be there. Um, see what the vibe is. You know what I mean? Jade, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? I want to say YOLO. You know, um, people people look at the word. I think YOLO has this brand of being vapid, but um, it's really deep. You know what you know what the right. phrase you know what the phrase memento mori means. No. Remember death. I think that's what mm. it fucking means. I don't know, but um. It's like, why is Memento Mori, why is that some cool Roman thing that book people say, but YOLO is stupid? They mean the same thing. Right? So I'm, I'm with you, they YOLO. Do. YOLO. Uh, <laughs> thanks for calling, Jade. Yeah, it's Jules, but thank oh, you so sorry. much. Oh, sorry. Jules forever. <laughs> that is okay Jules forever. Have a great night. Oh, my God. I don't have any friends either, man.